हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट 16 इंट्रा लोकल गवर्नमेंट रिलेशनशिप रूलर एंड आवर टॉपिक इज इंट्रा टीयर इंप्लीमेंटेशन हर्डल्स देयर आर 29 आइटम्स इन 11 शेड्यूल हाउएवर प्रिसाइज डेफिनेशन ऑफ द फंक्शन और जुरिडिक्शन implying break up of the items into supervisory executive legislative has been left unspecified according to mukherjee and datta there are three distinct groups of responsibilities assigned as panchayat functions these are civic services developmental activities and agency tasks in effect the civic services and the development activities of the panchayats are joint responsibilities with the states field administration while agency functions are undertaken by the panchayats at the behest of the state government instead of carving out a panchayat functional list out of the seven schedule the 11 schedule illustrates a combined cost of civic society and development activities which could be joint rather than exclusive responsibilities of the panchayats and the state field administration two possible scenario could emerge situation retains status quo or could relegate into chaos or as per convention traditions history of the place a natural arrangement could evolve in each state where division of work responsibilities are affected in the best interest of governance it is also possible that state governments retain their overwhelming influence over local administrative affairs and perpetuate the latter's position as agents carrying out specified tasks delegated from time to time to any tier as per the convenience of the state government as pointed out by baspai and verma some experts feel that mere listing of functions would not serve the desired purpose as detailed exercise would be imperative to identify and specify functions for each tier under each sector as per the budget scheme expert groups should be constituted in each state to identify the schemes which could delegate to local levels it would not be right to leave the matter to the discretion of the state officials according to mukherjee and datta in assigning expenditure responsibilities to the three tiers of the panchayats no decent carnival principle seems to have been followed especially that of the subsidiarity which means whether can be sold at the lower tier should be allocated to that level itself as a result expenditure assignment to the different panchayat tiers shows overlapping responsibilities and role confusion organic linkages between the tiers notwithstanding specific activity p 
based expenditure allotment at each tier could be attempted. The upper tier should be limited to a coordinating role or managing only spill over functions. This is partly due to the as articulated in the 10th plan apart from the tied grants which the panchayats receive for implementation of the center or state schemes. United grants should also be extended to strengthen their resource base or capacity. Local institutions also need to raise resources from local communities and end reliance on the state funds. Presently, proper arrangements for audit of funds by panchayats are not in place in most states, which makes it hard to check misappropriation of funds by the elected officials. The constitutional provision on DPC is quite weak and it provides for preparation of only draft plans by the DPCs. State governments have not given adequate attention to the DPCs and guidelines on district planning have not been properly internalized. The 10th plan has strongly asserted the need for the involvement of the Gram, Sabha or Panchayat in the preparation of the village development plan and their integration with plans prepared at the Samiti and district level for realizing the goal of grassroots planning in India. Functionaries in DPC and other personnel involved in local administration in general need to be trained in specialist areas such as planning, budgeting and accounting. Besides, the PRI need to be adequately staffed both quantitatively and qualitatively with personnel trained in relevant specialties. The 10th plan stresses on the role of the voluntary sector whether by social action groups or expert in research or bodies as an effective contributor to rural development. Empirical evidence suggests that the people have benefited most from development programs where there has been informed collaboration between the panchayas, user groups and community organizations. However, since the panchayas and the voluntary sector function in the same subject area, there have been reports of conflict between the two that would have jeopardizing effect. Have institutionalization of civil society participation through effective voice through committees or any other institutional arrangement would grant a definite political space for the voluntary sector which could nip trouble to a large extent. Voluntary sector as set to play a significant role in rural development specifically service delivery as the modality of implementation and Swarnajanti Gram Swar Swam Rojgar Yojana 
एंड द स्वर्ण जयंती ग्राम रोजगार योजना वुड बी थ्रू अ नेटवर्क ऑफ सेल्फ हेल्प ग्रुप बेस्ड ऑन पार्टनरशिप बिटवीन द कम्युनिटी बेस्ड ऑर्गेनाइजेशंस फाइनेंशियल इंस्टीट्यूशंस एंड गवर्नमेंट एजेंसीज अ सिस्टम ऑफ आइडेंटिफाइंग एंड ट्रेनिंग फैसिलिटेटर्स वुड बी फॉलोड फॉर एग्जाम्पल द शिफ्ट इन एस जी एस वाई वुड शिफ्ट टू द प्रोसेस ऑरियंटेड अप्रोच इन फोर स्टेजिस सोशल मोबलाइजेशन फॉर फॉर्मेशन ऑफ सेल्फ हेल्प ग्रुप्स सेविंग अमंग द ग्रुप्स एंड इंटरनल लैंडिंग मनी अमंग इट्स मेंबर्स एंड प्रोविजन ऑफ आ रेवलिंग फंड माइक्रो फाइनेंस एंड माइक्रो एंटरप्राइज डेवलपमेंट now let us conclude the unit the committees at each level would be the crucial instrumentality for securing intra tier collaboration as it envisaged for fruitful development of local institutions as institutions of development or micro planning for meaningful realization of grassroots democracy in the country involvement of the civil society as also institutionalized of social capital that are much talked about today in the public administration theory and desired in public administration practice can be realized through the instrumentality of the committees that would provide a forum for joint deliberation on issues and mechanism for people's participation in administration though broad functions specified in the 11th schedule have not been divided precisely between tiers the arrangement would be worked out in practice as per requirements if the united kingdom could work on an unwritten constitution it should be possible for largest democracy on earth to evolve best practices in this regard at least at the level of local governance 93 amendments to the constitution notwithstanding now let us wind up the session and we have come to the end of the unit thank you very much for engaging yourself with a self learning podcast